we watched the Free Britney documentary on Hulu. Oh yeah, how did that go? It was good. We actually saw Jake Yonce on it. Did you? <laughs> Stony Stalker ass spotted them. Like Uh-oh. they were. It was like at a Free Britney like protest. rally protest, and like yeah. I saw like a bunch of people walking. And then I was like, wait a minute. And then I rewound it back and it we was saw Jake that freshly dyed hair. Yeah. yeah. No, the Isley no. sunglasses looking fierce. <laughs> it was and like obvious who it was, like even in the corner of my eye. <laughs> he's walking down the street and he's like <laughs> <laughs> They weren't even like looking at the camera dead on. Like it was a side profile. And Stoney's like, Oh, it's Jake Yonce. I was like, Yup. <laughs> That's them. That's them. <laughs> Nice. Hey, we do our homework. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, and thanks for coming, UK. My name's Seth. What's yours? Hello, Govna. I mean, <clears throat> hi, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stony. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to another fantastic week here at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that's going down on RuPaul's Drag Race. We are back. Another week still rolling. We got some COVID footage this episode. We sure did. T. Yes. Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> sing, sing, song. God damn it. UK, hun. UK, hun. Already starting. <laughs> I guess just before we get into the podcast, just wanted to check in with everybody and see how they're doing. It's been another week. Yeah, so um, we're hanging in there still. Thanks for all the well wishes and love for all of my school things I have going on. I appreciate it. It's keeping me motivated. It's a soggy, frozen, wet mess here in Indianapolis. So I just really want to go on a walk because working (laughs) out inside has been a struggle. This week has been really great, but I just love a walk outside and it's too damn cold to do that shit right now. Yeah, this part of the year just sucks. I feel like I said this last week, so I'm not going to dwell on it, but it sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it's also snowstorming over here in Portland, so I'm just like, uh, this sucks. Maybe the apocalypse is starting. Well, the world is going to end. Yeah, the world's going to end soon. I don't know. I was really trying to, um, you know, this is really just distracting me while we're recording. Stoney, where'd you get that top from? Oh, this? Yeah. Um, H&M. H&M? Girl, yeah. I don't want any fucking H&M on this podcast. I came all the way over here to record this podcast, <laughs> and I want more. I want more. I want more. Well, I was going to like wear something else, but it was like all old looking, and I don't know. I just thought this was like cute. You should have worn your ASOS. <laughs> this is no H&M. <laughs> No fucking agent. <laughs> take a, take a glitter bath. Yes. Fuck your face. You're not <laughs> Okay. Fuck your face. <laughs> you suck. You all fucking suck. That is too Glenn close. But no cigar. No, Ooh. but no cigar. Cigar. <laughs> cigar. No cigar. No cigar. <laughs> it's like no cigar. <laughs> it's like Kamora and yeah, rooting for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've not had this much fun with a drag race episode in so long. Like yeah. this is perfect. <laughs> I haven't had this much fun on a drag race episode since the last UK episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we've been, it's like we've been locked up for seven months and haven't seen each other. Yeah, I've been in quarantine for two weeks, so I'm feeling really feisty today. <laughs> oh gosh, well we we really got off to a fun start, didn't we? I guess we should actually you know start from the beginning of the episode. Uh, honest. 
So at the top of the episode, Jenny Lemon sashayed herself away. Bye, Jenny. Um, fanfic and all of that fan theories still going on online. We do firmly believe something else happened here that was not aired. I'm sure we will find out much later. Reddit, we're talking to you. Send us the tea. Yeah, get on it, girls. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, there are mixed emotions after Ginny Lemon's eliminating of herself. You know, some people are like, what happened? Some people are mad. One person that is upset is Sister Sister. And she's upset because she doesn't know if she deserved to stay in the competition or if she would have been sent home. And I'm like, honestly, girl, like, you should just be happy that you're still here for another week. Like, why are you mad? Like, (laughs) for sure. Like, I would be more upset that I didn't have anyone to lip sync against. Like, obviously, I would know I was there for a reason. So, yeah, I don't know. Sister, sister. Why? My artistic (laughs) integrity has been compromised by Ginny eliminating herself. Girl, well, whatever you did in that mummy, not wolf thing did the job. So just own it and accept it. You survived. The judges bought it, sopped it up, and you're still here. I mean, also, too, like, if you're so upset, you could probably just go home now, too. And then we could bring (laughs) back Cherry Valentine as well. Bring back Cherry. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't know. I'm just mad that Sister Sister came back and like rebooted herself with a bunch of surgeries because I'm yeah. like, damn it. Now she's going to like get like further. And I'm like, no, this could have been like stopped if we would have just got rid-, rid of her when we were supposed to. Yeah, I don't think she's I don't think the surgery is going to save her girl. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. I'm just I mean, very worried. <laughs> new teeth only go so far. You need to learn. You have to know how to use them and dress them still. Right. And clean them. <laughs> <laughs> clean your Ding. fucking teeth no more fucking fake teeth on the podcast <laughs> ding ding dong ding bang bong uk hon do you think rupaul would sue us if we like made that a transition yes. just like bing bang bong <laughs> we can try <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if Mama Ru's snatching my wig, I'll be like, "Oh, she knows who I am. Let's keep doing it." Yeah, just just like wait till she's out of quarantine. She gets real cranky if you put her in quarantine for a couple weeks. Listen, I'm a Scorpio too, bitch. So buckle up. I feel like she was. When did this film? Was it in November? Um, uh, maybe. I feel like she was stuck in quarantine watching U.S. election results. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it would have been October, November. So maybe that's why she's so cranky because like she really thought the world was Ooh, going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mid yeah. to late October, I bet, doing the math on the timeline. RuPaul's like, I swear to God, if they do an insurrection, I'm just going to send all the girls home. <laughs> she's like, I'm sending you home to storm the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. Defend the Capitol, girls. No Hold H&M. your line. No she's H&M. Like, <laughs> She's like, T, you'll never storm the Capitol in that soft serve <laughs> look of yeah. yours. Not the soft serve. Yeah, girl. Your local outfit's going international today, bitch. We're going <laughs> we're, we're going to stop the insurrection. It's Antifa flavored soft serve. Oh, Antifa coffee. Gosh. Antifa coffee. I don't Antifa know. Antifa coffee. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. You all get it. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) (laughs) well this has been fun (laughs) i was not ready for that oh gosh um so then uh you know we're still after the elimination veronica and taste are kind of going at it because Tay said Veronica should have been the lip sync and she should have been. So go fuck yourself on that one. Yeah, listen, listen. I talk a lot of shit most days, but I have to agree with Tay here. Like, Veronica, we know you're great. We know you believe in yourself. We all love you on TFC. But you don't know Pod. what she can do, Jamal. Listen, I would love to see what they can do, but you have to like earn that opportunity. And it's one episode at a time, bitch, and you should have been in the bottom. We're not saying you should have gone home. Taste right. didn't say you should have gone home. Right. He said you should have been the bottom and you should have sent sister sister home because damn it, she should not be here. Words mean I things. Oh gosh, this whole timeline is jacked up because of the decisions from Rue. I know. This is the worst. <laughs> 
So then Tia gets mad because Lawrence cuts her off. You know, Lawrence cut her off again. And I guess people are upset with Lawrence for not letting them speak. Well, listen here. Going back to when Tace was a little feisty with their shade about Lawrence not knowing whatever hooking up was, whatever the joke was. I've never felt bad or worried for or like not saying Lawrence ever asked for anybody's pity, but Lawrence can handle themselves. And this was just another defining moment for me of this. It's like, okay, the bitch can take a joke and she can pull out her claws when she wants to as well. So Miss Lawrence is just fine. And what do you expect in a room full of drag queens? Right. It's like, we're all just trying to get on television here. Mm hmm. Sorry you're being boring. I don't know. (laughs) Ouch. All right. So then right after this, the alarms start going off and the girls must all sashay away due to Miss Rona. Then Miss Rona crowns herself the winner. So let's go ahead and give it up for season two winner, Miss Rona. (laughs) For real, coronavirus came out and was like, listen, y'all thought you were doing a season. Let me give you a special about me while we're at it. Yes, girl. I think this might be a good spot to talk about the little addendum we got to the normal drag race schedule. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We got a whole special in quarantine. What did you think of that? I actually enjoyed watching this. And I know that sounds fucked up, listeners, but hear me out. So Stoney and I watch a lot of trash TV. Um, Trash TV being problematic as Andy Cohen and The Real Housewives we love watching The Real Housewives. It's great. We're done watching Potomac. You should be too. But that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to watch that show, by the way. <laughs> Good. Don't do it. I'm being petty. But in all honesty, I liked seeing the queens in their spaces, um, just talking to their camera phones or whatever cameras they were given. Because sometimes we watch these shows on... Um, Real Housewives, I'm watching, I love Summer House, I love watching drunk white people be ratchet, there's a sexy black girl in the house this year, that's going to be interesting. Fun shows, but all of these shows are filmed or have happened during COVID, and they're all doing the testing and such, but it's like, oh, we're all tested, we're all hanging out, we're just not like taking any of the precautions anymore when we're doing these outside things around other people. I don't want to see that. So I actually enjoyed watching the Queens following the guidelines in the UK where they seem to have common sense or more than America anyway. And um, just seeing them in their natural environments. It was fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun too. I just some like highlights for me was um, one scene, Jenny Lemon um, doing a garden, like in a dress, (laughs) like gardening in a dress. Full drag. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like awkward, but like funny at the same time. Like she's just playing in dirt. Um, I love seeing Bimini. Like Bimini, (gasps) I am such a fan of Bimini. Like every week I just love her more. And I'm just like, I love how like she's just in the backyard, like doing all kinds of crazy. Handstand splits on a chair and 12 inch heels. No big deal. Just it's just Tuesday. (laughs) <laughs> um it was weird seeing veronica just like sleeping the whole time <laughs> i was like but me though <laughs> yeah. i'm like that's me right now with like the winter but it's like veronica's like i haven't been outside for 12 weeks <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> well that's She's really though. following the guidelines girl listen yeah and not by choice all the time because we saw them have a little bout with depression i think that a lot of us especially extroverts myself included i like working from home don't get me wrong but i miss like seeing people and doing those fun things like it can take a lot out of you not having that kind of energy so um seeing her kind of shut down for those couple days that was very relatable content yeah i i i don't know it was i mean it was sad to see and be like you know her fiance or boyfriend was just like here's some coffee you should probably wake up now yeah 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 that's it's hard like sometimes when you get in one of those like moods it's hard to get out yeah definitely she looked really comfortable in that bed though so cozy yeah also another kind of sad story that we saw about quarantine was when ellie became homeless 
Yeah. yeah. In Scotland, because um, of course, they we knew that they were having trouble or there's not really an opportunity for drag queens in Scotland, I should say, to make a living wage doing drag full time. So um, I like to see Ellie thriving after that. You know, that, that can't be easy for anyone anywhere in the world. So yeah. I like to see people come out on um, the other side of that. Yep. Yeah. Now she has her own apartment and a whole drag room. And it just all happened. It's really magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, of course, Taste and Ahora moved in with each other. <laughs> yes. This is the roommate tea. So this happened during COVID, it seems. And yeah. I have to say, I think these two would be fun roommates. We don't have to talk about what may or may not have gone down in the bedrooms. Yeah, I let's talk about the sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to know about. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, that was cool. It was nice of Ahora to help out Taste during her time of need of needing another place to go to. So Absolutely. Um, very nice. What else did we um, miss? Can we mention the fact that sister sister like did not do anything like it was basically like her just sitting in front of a fireplace being like i hate everyone and then it was just like okay well (laughs) she can't film all of her surgery videos that's true or recovery all the bandages (laughs) yeah so it actually that um that bandage thing was in the werewolf that actually wasn't a costume that was just her after her surgeries (laughs) (laughs) oh that was a bit of um, tv magic there yeah She's like, oh yeah, it's a it's a werewolf mummy. <laughs> yeah, allegedly this bitch took a lot of pills and got on that stage and turned it out. <laughs> um, but I thought it was interesting to see like them with their little cute boyfriends and stuff like that. Jenny has two, so way to monopolize the boyfriends. I know, and I am like in no way attracted to Jenny. That's no shade, but holy shit did all three of them match just like some furry queer three stooges that just happen to be in a relationship yeah like a total package you guys belong together they look like a set of beanie babies like just sitting perfectly on the shelf like oh yeah that's a set like also if you're looking for a fourth person i'm available so (laughs) are they taking applications i'm ready to move and i'm more than happy to do the dishes or whatever the other whatever you three don't want to (laughs) do Jenny, I'd love to get drunk with you, and Seth is a great person, so hit us yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm more than happy to do anything. We don't even have to like really have sex or anything. Like, I just want to be there. Or... <laughs> Fancy a slice? You're gonna be the house boy. Ooh. I'm gonna be Dobby, the house elf. Is <laughs> 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 really what I'm getting at here. Yes. Um, all right. Let's. So that. So that was the lockdown special in uh, El Facto Totem or in summation or yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was pretty much it. I mean, there's not much to go on about. I was telling Stony like um, it makes you think about kind of the things you've been doing doing during quarantine to keep sane and. Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, we're lucky enough to just have jobs where we could work remotely the whole time, but goodness i really miss going on walks now that it's cold and the dogs have been driving me absolutely crazy like yeah part of me does miss going into the office for that but um yeah i really miss walks maybe someday you can walk again maybe someday i can I mean, walk it's to a really bar. just the winter Check our Venmo below if you want to donate to jamal's walking foundation yeah, walk, walking to the bar foundation i mean if you think about it this is the first time during all of this bullshit that it's been so cold out that we can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think that's why this, like the past few weeks for me has been the worst because at least before I could go outside and take a fucking walk or ride our bikes because now I'm like becoming Veronica green. You could go sledding girl. (laughs) No. (laughs) Don't be so fucking lazy. (laughs) I saw you. You went. You sledded to H and M to go shopping. So, ah! actually, I ordered this online oh. from H H&M online. H and M on. It was like the rack special. Oh, oh. clearance girl. Clearing. Yeah. Um, 
damn. <laughs> damn. All right, let's keep this podcast a rolling. So, seven months later, the girls all return to the workroom and start discussing all of their cosmetic surgeries they had during lockdown. I don't listen. I have I haven't even been to the dentist. I like barely went to the eye doctor, but I really needed some new frames, so I had to go. <laughs> well, who got this? It was just sister, sister, right? Like, who else got surgery? I think other people did. I'm pretty sure Ahura had some nip tuck or injections done at least based on a reference we received. Okay. I guess I'm just like confused because I'm like, you know, like here in the US, like a lot of the elective surgeries you couldn't do. Yeah. Right, but we're also way more irresponsible over here. I mean, I guess over in the UK, they're like lockdown and then it's like... An actual lockdown. Like here, we're like lockdown, but here are all wanna... the exceptions, yeah, which is like everything. A lockdown, but I still <laughs> want to go to not virtual church, even though that's an option. And I still want to go to the bar, even though like I can have my cakes out on OnlyFans. Like it's America for you. Yeah, girl, just start an OnlyFans. It'll solve all your problems. Yeah, at least you can get some coins. For real, girl. Yeah, so then RuPaul comes into the workroom and lets the queens know that Veronica Green is ground zero for the coronavirus in UK, and she will not be returning to the competition. That fucking sucks. Except maybe season three. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That sucks. Like, it killed me to see her like especially knowing that she was so depressed and then for her to like know that she had covid and couldn't do it like i just hope she didn't go to a deep dark place after that yeah we'll have to see if she got better enough to be at the finale or something yeah something i mean there's like so many mixed emotions in this feeling right like because it's your sister like you want to see them there with you you're having all these feelings float around they were a competition low key, but now it's like, oh, she's had half a season and now she gets to come back for a whole new season. But I am just happy. These are things I've been seeing online. I am just happy that we will get to see Veronica finish their story when they are safe and healthy. Yes, girl. Uh, so then Rue invites the Brit crew into the workroom, and it actually turns out that these are eliminated queens, Joe Black. Cherry Valentine and Estina Mandela and not Jenny Lemon because that fucking bitch gave me the finger and walked off the stage. <laughs> yeah, even she wore... I, I'm assuming the wig was a nod to Jenny Lemon. I don't know what Absolutely. was going on. Oh, yeah. You know Rue's petty like that. That was shade, for sure. For sure. I would have done that, but it would have been an afro. Ooh, yellow, bright yellow afro? Yeah, if we're making statements, honey, we're going to make statements. Yeah, come through, Bozo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then it turns out because Veronica is out of the competition now, they're bringing one of the girls back, and they all have to vote to see which girl is going to return to the competition. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, girl. So mirror by mirror, it's like Joe Black, Joe Black, Joe Black. Estina, no one votes for Cherry. So <laughs> not one person voted for Cherry. That Listen, sucks. I wanted Cherry back so bad. I do like Estina, but I was more of a Team Cherry Drag Race fan. Yeah, I mean, to me, I was ready. I would have been happy with any of them, to be honest. For sure. I was actually really excited Joe was coming back. Um, and we'll get into that later, like as far as my feelings about how joe did but oh you mean your expectations well we'll get into it but i was excited <laughs> to see joe back but i would have been yeah. happy with e- any of them to be honest yeah, yeah. yeah. i was i was kind of hoping for joe or cherry just because we had not seen them for the longest out of the three yeah yeah that's fair that's fair all right so yeah so joe black does come back to the competition for this week's maxi challenge the girls will be split into two teams for the Ruru Vision competition to sing the tune UK Hun. And because Joe is the returning queen, she gets to be a team captain. And Lawrence is the other team captain because she won the last maxi challenge. Okay. What did we think of the teams? I thought it, they were very interesting. We are, of course, you know, on Team Joe having Tia Coffee, sister, sister. 
Ellie, they named themselves Banana Drama. Banana Drama. Okay. Okay. So that's one team. And then on the other team, we have Team Lawrence, which includes Bimini Bamboulash, Tace, and Ahura, who named themselves the United King Dolls. I think that's such a cute name. And um, good job, Lawrence, curating this group. Definitely. Yeah. Team Joe was going more for camp because she thought it would, um, you know, go well with the, the Eurovision theme of this episode. However, it turns out that did not work out so well. And let's get into why. <laughs> Execution, honey. Yes, girl. So the girls go to the main stage to record their verses with superstar M-N-E-K. Hey, welcome back, queen. Yes. yes. Looking fiercer than ever. Yes. Uh, I'm so jealous. I just always wanted like blonde dreads, but then Mother Nature snatched me bald and I had to cut <laughs> mine off. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yes. So then, you know, they record their verse and then it's time to go into the choreography section. And in Team Joe, uh, Joe and Sister Sister want to simplify the choreography because they are the nans of the group and, you know, they they can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a way to do this and still have it be exciting and fun. And we have to think about the lyrics and what we have to lip sync or sing while we're doing the movement. So it's a fair, it's a fair request to not have anything too over the top. We're not trying to do any Beyonce diva breakdowns or anything like that. So um, we want everyone to look good and serve their best. Yeah. Are, so are we talking about the Lawrence's group or the other one? We were talking about Joe's group. Yeah, Joe's group. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like on Joe's group, I feel like it was just like they were trying to dumb it down so much that it was like not exciting at all. Yeah, Ellie was trying to get him to like spice it up, but they were like, uh, yeah, no, mm-mm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Which sucks, but this is a thing. And we'll get to like the, the performance later. I feel like everyone's saying that right now. This is, here's the thing. This is the thing. The thing about... <laughs> the performance even like i would have been an ellie too like we need to like do something more so i don't look flat but you bring your natural flavor and energy and just kind of get through the rehearsal sis and then slay them on the runway with those ellie mannerisms yes girl and so the thing is about team lawrence <laughs> uh <laughs> Is that is that uh, Taste takes the lead and is quite the drill sergeant, which turns out to be a good thing because Lawrence is such a bad dancer. Lawrence needed that. I don't. I, listen, listen, listen. You're not gonna put me on nobody's stage or in front of no audience of any kinds and have me looking crazy. I was a section leader of all ranks <laughs> through my time in music. So if you're a performer, that's just kind of like your natural thing. It's like, listen, this is what we're known for. We need to at least put on a good show and I'm not going to have you out here making me look crazy. So we need to get it together, sis. And I don't think it was a disrespectful um, or too hard of a push. It was just kind of like that tough love. It's like, hey, you can do this, get it together, and we're going to do it together. Now let's go. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Well, and I just thought, like, I was very worried, and it was partially the edit and stuff, but I was just, I was, like, worried. I was like, Lawrence is going to do so bad because I thought, like, the other three queens are such, like, good, like, performers and dancers, mm. and I just thought Lawrence is going to look so awkward out there but I think that's really like a testament to like taste because they made it like work where Lawrence didn't looked like Lawrence belonged and yeah. it wasn't awkward at all. So I just thought, yeah, like no. the taste did a really good job of getting it all together. Definitely. Cause you could tell like in the actual performance, Lawrence kind of dumbed down like that little skip thing in the entrance, but it still like was on beat. Like it still looked yeah. fine. Cause also Lawrence was in the front. So she kind of looked like the leader. So That's right. yeah, I don't know. It, it, it turned out good. You know, Lawrence 
I don't know. Lauren, I don't know what Lawrence does. Maybe she's got the luck of the Irish or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know that Ireland and Scotland's different, but well, just this to is a, <laughs> this is a perfect example of putting your flavor on it. Like if you're going to like if you know you can't hit a move, yeah. um, serve it differently. If you know you're first, the judges don't know that you're messing up. You serve it and yeah. guess what? They loved it. Well, and it helps too that I think Lawrence can make things funny and do like these little like you know, jokes and Lawrence isms. Yeah. That it's just like, okay, well I'm just going to like say this and it makes it funny. So you're not like as concerned with what she's actually doing. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, let's talk about the performances of UK Hun (laughs) in the Ruru vision competition. I guess we can start. Let's just, let's start on a good note. So let's start with team Lawrence. (laughs) What did you think of this team? I thought this team was fabulous. I thought they did great. I thought during the rehearsals, both vocal and choreography, they were communicating well. I felt like all the members were pushing through. This was also a group that had different looks. There was no like decided color palette or anything that we are aware of, but they still felt like a group. Like this is the group you're going to see and you're like, oh, I'm going to see the new Spice Girls. We're gonna spice up our lives some more. And you can be like, oh, that's Taste, that's Lawrence, that's this person, that's this person. Yeah. You Scary Spice, Ginger Spice. Yeah. Exactly. But they still feel like a group. And their their um, verses were strong. And their choreography was entertaining enough to give the judges the show they were looking for. Yeah. I, I mean, pretty much the same. Like, I think that was just like a really good... They had really good outfits. They looked like they were grouped together. Like... Uh, I don't know. All the verses too, I felt were really good. Like all of them had pretty funny verses. I thought Bimini was super fun, had some like super fun moments and it was just all around a good performance. I mean, the song is stupid, but it's like very catchy. So it's just like Bimini is so strong. Like, can I just Stoney, can I take out a small loan to have Bimini give me a lap dance? Yeah. I love Bimini. So I'm down for that. It's on the record. The listeners heard you. So (laughs) Yeah, no take backsies. <laughs> UK hun. <laughs> yes, yes. Team Lawrence was great. You know, everything flowed really well. The verses were great. So, I mean, there's not much you can say. Like, this is sort of like what happened last season with the Frock Destroyers. Like, this is the team that I want to listen to the song. Yes. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> I don't know what's happening on the charts, but I'm assuming that the. Group United, one is doing better. Whatever they're called, United King Kingdom dolls. King dolls. The United King dolls. Duh. Okay, I bet that version. <laughs> UKD is, girl. Okay, yeah, UKD. I'm sure that version is like way outperforming the other one. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, let's talk about the other one. Let's talk about <laughs> Team Joe Black. I think Joe's job was just to kind of give everyone a thumbs up. I guess. Like the choreography uh. was just like. <laughs> UK hun and then it's like my thumbs thumb up, is up. Girl. I'm like I can do this in a text message <laughs> this oh, isn't it a is. Facebook status girl you gotta dance <laughs> that's right I just sent the emoji to Seth it's no big deal like yeah. what was this like it would have been better what they were doing if there was some kind of storyline going with the song because Joe first of all looks so out of place like the notes coming off of group one they all had their own looks but they were a cohesive looking group Joe stood out so much. It's like, okay, is there like a black sheep story going on? Like, what's going on here? Well, she's just so like shorter. She had that finger wave wig again. Like, you've literally never seen. Well, I guess that's not true because Joe wore a different kind of wig on the runway. I was going to say, like, you haven't seen Joe not in a finger wave. But like, I think think the judges just don't like the finger wave wig. (laughs) Bimini's short too though like I think what the problem was was the look distracted the judges so much that they couldn't even get into Joe's shtick you know like they weren't buying any of it and then to put the extra sprinkles on top all of these girls just looked a little basic compared to the first group the looks could have been elevated a little more Tia girl you're my sis Um, I know you're trying but let's try a little harder Okay. It just didn't really look like a girl group, or no. I don't know. No, I, Ellie's look was fine, but you know the energy wasn't there. Like this is that moment where we're talking about flavor. Like if you think the moves are basic, 
Don't make them look basic. Put them all over the top. Sidebar, short story, marching band. I was a trumpet player freshman year at IU, and we had this little move at the bottom of the formation. Y'all know the IU logo. I was at the base of the I on one of the ends. And no fail, every game, I could see the black parents in the audience like pointing at me because guess who had flavor, bitch? We're not just going through the motions. This is like a movement. This is a dance. We're putting our energy into the movements and we're feeling it. So they're like, yeah, look at that one. Of course he's black. Look at him. Look at his fat ass down there getting it. It's like... (laughs) It's like the rockers go like this, but the disco people went like this. That's right. That's right. So we just needed more of the flavor, Ellie. Yeah, I, I personally think with what Joe and Sister Sister were able to do, I think that Tia actually did a really good job. Like, I thought she was showing mm-hmm. a lot of, like, personality and facial totally. expression, hitting mm-hmm. all the moves. So it's like, I don't know. I personally don't think Tia deserves sh- to be in the bottom. Like, I think it should have been, like, probably Joe and, like, yeah, Joe and um, Sister Sister, but... You know, I get it too. Like uh, Joe had a really great look on the runway, whereas Tia did not. Yeah. Now, I do dislike that about Drag Race sometimes. They rely too much on like, oh, the look, the look. Like we've talked about this before. We're getting away from what drag is. Like it's not about who has the prettiest, most polished thing. So I do agree with you on that point. Um, Tia got the short end of the stick a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. So I think it's about time to get into the look. So why don't we go ahead and take a quick break and we will be right back. Bing, bang, bong. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Bum, bum, bum. Do, do, do. <laughs> UK. Oh my god, honey. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Thanks for Coming, honey. <laughs> hi bimini we've missed you yes we've been really enjoying the essex tv show that uh a few of the listeners have sent to us thank you honey we're about to go get our nails done oh my gosh yes i've watched all of it all of it okay so sidebar ahura and these like Essex girls, Titty Graham, she's been sending the cast and the shows to listeners from the UK have been sharing. Thank you so much. Getting all of my life. Definitely a high point of my week. Yes. Yeah. I learned that um, Ahura's fake tanner all over her outfit was intentional. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> I knew there was something to it. Like, I was like, there's no way that this is like an accident. It had right. to have been real. Not Ahura, like, for sure. Yes, girl. That was real fun. All right, you guys. So let's talk about these (laughs) runway looks. Category on the runway this week is a day at the seaside. Ooh. Fun. I love a beach. Yes, girl. Let's talk about our first look here, which is Bimini. I'm feeling it. I like it. It's just enough. I like the kind of swim cap as well instead of like your traditional wig for drag. Yeah. We are going to the beach, so uh, sorry, y'all. Reynolds is playing in the background, <laughs> and Stony and I are looking at each other like a body is falling out there, of the attic. There's actually a demon in their house. It's fine. God. Um, <laughs> I I really enjoyed this look, though. It was it was just enough. Bimini knows what they're doing with the accessories, and I just love that there's a different walk as well. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that about Bimini. Like when they come down in the different looks there's kind of like a different feel or persona to them and it's, it makes it exciting to see. Yeah. And with Bimini too, like I really, I feel like she has a really good way of like changing the way her face looks a lot of times with the makeup. So I feel like every time she goes down the runway, it's something new 
And I don't know. I'm really glad too that she did something because revealing because I know when she was like at the beginning of the competition, she was like, oh, this is the most revealing thing I've ever I brought. So I'm wondering if she like changed that up during the quarantine. You know what I mean? Because the judges really wanted to see more. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And they liked her when she was showing the skin and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We saw a lot of that in this outfit, too. I think we got, you know, some good tits out for Harambe <laughs> in this look here. <laughs> That's a dated reference for all of you youngins listening to the podcast. <laughs> Google it, Google it. But uh, but no, this was a nice look. It was definitely remnant what I would think of as like going to the to the seaside. You know, we got the umbrella and the cap, and so I think that Bimini did really great. Yes, this is your um, bougie floozy. That's right, honey. Uh, all right, Yum. next we have Taze. Looks like she just washed up, girl. This is um, Ariel's um, flavorful sister that we just never saw. Like, I was buying all of this. Like, where is this bitch on the seaside so we can go kiki over some um, shelled drinks? Yeah, this was, I really enjoyed this. This is actually probably one of my favorite looks that Tace has done. Um, I just thought it looked really pretty with, like, against her skin. And, like, she had just the right amount of details, like, with the shells and stuff that I just thought it turned out really well. I love gold on chocolate skin, no matter the shade. And this just looked like seaside royalty without doing the most. It was effortless and it was so fun to see. Yeah, I mean, She's glittering. She's sparkling under the runway lights. Like, very good look, I think. I I enjoyed that she had, like, the um the uh, little net, net, netting cape because, you know, it's like she's catching all the little sea creatures and things like that. Yes. Yeah. She's the sexy creature that's been caught, but she's like, not today. We're no. going to wear this net, bitch. Yeah, seaside <laughs> chic, baby. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so next we have what's her name? Ahora. Ahora. <laughs> it's like why? Sorry, y'all. I almost, I almost shouted Priyanka. Ahora. Priyanka. Ahora. Ahora. Yeah. So we have Ahora walking the runway, just dripping in ketchup. She is a giant bag of chips. Bag of chips is standing. Give it to us. Bag of chips is class. Bag of chips. Oh my god. Appropriate. Amazing. That was great, Stony. That was beautiful. Listen though, this look loved it. This is camp. Goes fashion. I appreciated it. I learned what chips were last season, so I feel like I'm part of the cool kids. I'm sitting at the cool lunch table. I know what's going on, and Ahura is just serving us, and we were not ready with that ketchup headpiece. How jealous do you think Tina Burner is about this outfit? (laughs) She should be very jealous because it's campy and it's not ronald mcdonald so i feel like she should be very excited about it She's like, well, not all. Red, red outfits can be stylish <laughs> hello like come on we can push ourselves wow more than a handprint wow Whoa. we're really on fashion photo review talking about making the handprints bigger wow yeah i said it so my only confusion though with this was like i guess when we're talking seaside like i don't think of a bag of chips i guess well i, I don't think know is, you can is that grab it you can grab i think it's on the boardwalk probably yes it's just like a popular food yeah. item. very much like jersey shore i'm not y'all don't come from my edges i would i would never compare your lovely establishment to the jersey shore <laughs> even though i enjoy them quite a bit but yes that's right this is where you're pulling off to the side to get a snack and it's just like you're going to the carnival it's wrapped in a newspaper, some chips. There you go. Boom. Okay. Yeah. So that I don't know. I really Got like you. this look. I think that the it was constructed really well. Like I I don't know. I would just like hate to, you know, if someone else walked down the runway in the same exact look. So I think that it would just not look that great if someone else wore this look. Yeah, that would be a uh, travesty if that happened. Yeah. There was some very <laughs> foggy controversy around this, which we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. But yes listeners listen do do a google because what i've been seeing on the twitter and the instagrams 
clearly y'all don't read Vogue. Y'all don't read Men's Vogue. Y'all don't know what's going on with any of the fashion girls. Not that Drag Race is about fashion explicitly, but when a garment is done well, you respect it. And this was done very well with the camp. So eat it up, gag, and get over it. Yes, mom. <laughs> I guess. <Yay. laughs> Mom's spoken. Yeah, go get a switch if you have something else to say. Oh, shit. Mom's mad. <laughs> what have you been in quarantine for two yeah. weeks? <laughs> Listen, I've I've gotten a little soft for Ahura and I really enjoyed this look, so I'm coming to their defense. Alright. Well let's continue on. <laughs> we have Lawrence Cheney. I thought this was genius. One, because not any of the other girls did this. I like the material. And girl, who said a big queen can't look snatched and sexy? Yes. Oh my gosh, Laura, and serve. Yes, I love <laughs> I love this look. I mean, we saw uh, Lawrence like create uh, the padding like during the quarantine episode, but I loved like when she turned around and it was like the no diving or whatever. <laughs> yes. That was super fun. That was hilarious. <laughs> yes. Great look from well Lawrence. Well done, Lawrence. Yes. All right. Next we have Ellie Diamond. I mean, this look, I think, really took flight. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I hate uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming. I still wasn't ready. Uh, this looked to me, the judges, I don't know. The judges were like, yes, but I was like, no, I just, I didn't care for <laughs> it because to me it was a boot and oh, shit. it just wasn't. We're using vocabulary. Like, I just don't like, to me it was definitely like, it's a testament to like how good she is at creating like costumes and stuff. But like, to me, it's like we've seen like it's kind of like last uh, weeks or seven months earlier when she wore that. Oh yeah, with the monsters challenge. Yeah, so I just it's like I don't too know. soon like, for you. I, just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. That's not shade. It's just like too soon for you, maybe. Well, that and just to me, it just I don't know. I just didn't care for it. I don't know. At least they weren't chaps. <laughs> At least they weren't. It chaps. was not chaps, so I'll give her that. I give Ellie. A for effort. I thought it was a fun idea. I appreciated the heel being wedged, um, the wedges or the heel, whatever the feet were. It was a full commitment is what I'm trying to say yeah. to the character. And I appreciate that. And the judges are probably just so excited because it's something different. And well, we know how the rest of this episode went. So they were just a little excited. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like this look from Ellie is like something you would see out of like a 90s family movie. And like at the time you thought it was really cool. But then looking back, you're like, wow, like we were really fucked up kids for liking this. Yeah. Rock a doodle Jew. Yes, bitch. I was like, this is kind of scary. But I mean, it is a good look. I liked it. And her eeny weeny. I like the teensy. Yes. Pinchy yellow polka dot bikini. Yes, love that nod always. Yes. Moving on, we have Tia Coffee. We're giving us this fierce Marina and the Diamonds headpiece for all you fruit lovers. Oh, Tia, why <laughs> why are you making me do this to you, Queen? I did not want to do this I mean, to you on this podcast on today, Queen. I mean, <laughs> we say this a lot on the podcast like Party City. Ah! But like this time, I actually mean it. No! It was fine. What was wrong? <laughs> okay, so here here are the fashion tweaks <laughs> that the um, judges are probably looking for. I know I probably sound obnoxious. Deal with it. So, first of all, everything from the neck up was fabulous. From the jewelry up was fabulous. I think we could have kept the same look. Shoes, leggings, everything. Stockings, excuse me. Words mean things. Um, we could have made the skirt a pencil. Like, slightly more fashion, but not too fashion. Still give us that cone detail. And then you could have done a cute top, cut a little different, ruffled or layered differently to make give the illusion of an ice cream yeah. cone. If you have the cherry on your head, they're going to know you're like a fashion dessert walking down this runway. This was an editing moment. And why the fuck would you wear a costume on the main stage? Tia, at least give us a swirl, something, at least a swirl. 
some sprinkles yeah girl where are the sprinkles at <laughs> you gotta have that you gotta have the fudge come on Ugh. it was it was a good thought execution not so much sis this is just like high school theater i'm sorry wow um all right moving on there is sister sister oh is this another bag of chips look dun 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 <laughs> bag of chips is not stunning bag, bag of chips, chips is, is not class <laughs> <laughs> I wish bag of chips is soggy. Bag of chips is cold. Don't stick it up bag her of ass. chips is on the ground. Oh, she's old. <laughs> yeah, bag of chips is uh getting eaten by the seagulls. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be nice now. This really this is party not... city here, girl. Oh no! I okay. So this look is not the worst, but what sucks, sister, sister, is that someone else already did it, and the rest of the cast thinks you bit it. So that's all I'm gonna say well, about that. What makes this? First off, it's a lesser version of a Horas, so that's not good. That's so number one that, and then number two. We find out later that Ahura had this pre-quarantine, so it was like. Basically, sister, sister knew that she had it, decided during quarantine, I'm going to get the same damn thing and then wear it on the runway. Like, are you fucking kidding me? How dare you? Except I'm going to make my newspaper a little more like run down and dingy with this bright ass primary ass red. Put a bird on it. (laughs) Like, it's one thing, like, if you came there... It's like if you came there, it's like the Olivia Lux and uh, Simone thing, right? Like they oh, didn't know, yeah, but like sister, yeah. sister knew. So it's like, mm. I don't know, like sister, sister. I just don't trust her. Like it seems like to me, like she's like an evil like person. How dare you question my integrity as a drag queen and performer? <laughs> We're all artists inside, but listen, I would she be... plagiarized, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's an automatic F and a redo on that paper, girl. <laughs> she should have been put in the bottom just for that. She should have. I was yes, because the because I'm not going to say it. Because what happened was you knew that Ahura saw that. And the way most creatives work is we're out and about. We see things. We get a pinch of inspiration. This but is not inspiration. You this is... saw this bitch's outfit and decided, "Oh, this much time has gone by. Fuck TV slash movie magic. I'll just make my own version of this. Yeah. Was, and then you still went second and looked like a damn right. fool. She was like control C, control V. <laughs> this was, <laughs> like, yeah. Girl, this was yes. a Tia copy. Oh, totally. <laughs> Xerox up and down, backwards, sideways, all of it. Yeah, no matter how much she wants to, um, you know, not admit to it there's no way you're gonna convince me that you didn't see a giant bag of chips in the corner like sorry sister our shade meters are pretty damn strong we all knew you were gonna be pamela anderson like it's pretty clear girl like you tia copied yes yeah and it was called out (laughs) they're like oh we were expecting something else (laughs) but then this bitch does this she's like oh i'll put a pigeon on it yeah put a bird on it helps everything all right, next we have Joe Black. My, 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 it's gotten real windy in here. <laughs> I hate the wind. Messes up my weave, shifts my wigs yeah. all the time. I like this one. This was cute. Totally. Yes, I love this look. This is what makes me so upset with Joe going home because I feel like Joe has been on two episodes of Drag Race and it's an absolute some of the best looks of Drag Race UK. Yes. And has went home both episodes. Oh, gosh. Stoney, you're like the spoiler queen the past few weeks. Do you realize wow. this? If you're listening to a, this podcast, you should know who's going you're home. You're like the okay. Jakey Yonce of this podcast. That's true. I'm going to give Stoney that, listeners, because you probably should have done your homework. Yeah. Yeah. So bing, bang, bong. <laughs> I'm not gonna give him that. Yeah, was this a was this a cover of Katya's song? <laughs> oh, we were just talking about that. Oh no, they plagiarized Katya's yeah, they song. Plagiarized Katya's they plagiarized song. somebody else. They plagiarized Bing the song bong. that Alaska wrote for Katya. Yeah, they better give them coins then. I guess. Yeah. Oh man. All right. But no, this was a fun look. This was a really fun look, Joe. Amazing job. But here's my issue. You did it, Joe. So. You know, RuPaul gets upset by the H&M, so this is what RuPaul said. 
that outfit off the rack was a huge disappointment to me. Guess what everyday people do? And you should know that because you do you are a star. And then this is goes to all of you up here. If it is from H&M, you better glitter the fuck out of it and make it something special. We're looking for Great Britain's next superstar. Don't waste my time. I don't want to see any fucking H&M. And my critique of it is that, okay, so RuPaul is being really rude, I think, in the way she's talking to not just Joe Black, but some of the other girls. And she's saying, like, some of the outfits are really basic, but what do the girls... Off the rack. Off the rack. But what do the girls win in the UK? They get a pin to put on their shirt and no money. So... Where they're not even able to recoup the money like the girls in America are. So the girls, these UK girls can only get what they can afford. So I think for Rue to be like, I want more, I want more is really fucking selfish because they maybe they maybe that's what they could give. That was the max on what they could give because that's what the means they have. Like not all of us have like all this money from doing drag race for fucking 20 seasons. Well, let's not forget where RuPaul started out. Well, let's not forget that part. And if you're going to bring something off of the rack, it better not just be literally you shook the dress out and put it on. Like, we need some embellishments. We need to do more. And this is how I talk to my people that I um, care about, whether I'm on a corporate team with you or a personal team or a band or whatever else, just to kind of light that fire under your ass but it's like, you know better. This is a season two of UK. There's 13 seasons, not including all stars. You better throw some glitter on that fucking dress and wear a higher wig or do something, something to make me notice you outside of, oh yeah, she just woke up and rolled out of bed. Well, so I agree with you about the money thing. Like that's definitely like something to consider with this. Totally. But also too, like, I feel like, UK drag is different than US drag. It just is. Like, I mean, we saw that last season, right? It's a lot more campy. It's a little, it's less glam like US drag is. So to me, it's like, is Rue just getting like confused what series she's on? Because you can't judge, in my opinion, UK drag the same way you can US. Like, you just can't. It's not the same. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like she was being a little bit unfair. I do think Joe's H&M shit, like, she probably shouldn't have been wearing... Like, that was basic as fuck. Well, she knew like, it, too. So, she should have not... If she knew it was basic, why did she offer that as, like, the first option to wear? Right. right. We all... We can all say these things, but Joe still came back and was like, yeah, this is what I did, Yeah, so, so I don't know. I just feel like... I agree, though. I think Rue was being rude, and it's like, you can't judge Drag Race UK the same way you judge Drag Race US. You just can't. Right. And, and you know... And it was really annoying because I feel like RuPaul, like, took it personally when Joe was like, oh, it was H&M. But I think Joe just thought she's being funny well maybe there's that but then also if you're a black person in the world you know that h&m likes to put little black kids in their ads with hoodies that say hold on it's, it's like loading monkey or something right coolest yeah. monkey in the jungle yeah i remember that coolest, girl coolest yeah, monkey in too. the jungle yeah. so if i had an opportunity on my international platform to say no more H&M I would do so especially if your ass fucking knew better you could have done more with that look if literally I mean we just saw it we just saw it with Olivia Lux like oh that dress is cute it's pretty basic the hair saved her do more sis do more I don't want these ankle booty heels that I actually really love I love that style of high heel this was not the way to style that or put it together and you got called out call it being harsh i call it being scorpio and real if you want a product done the right way you know how to get it out of your people and the ones who can deliver stick around well and and i'm not saying like i'm not trying to justify necessarily what joe wore i'm just saying like maybe this is all joe could do like but i think rupaul could have came at it from a better a better approach maybe like besides you know like yelling at everyone and making them feel like shit you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I don't know. Well, we need this moment, though, because at the end of the day, when you're off of this television show and you have real life clients, they're going to be expecting a certain level of performance and persona, whatever you want. They're going to be expecting a certain level of queen. If you can't deliver... I wouldn't want that attached to my name either. Yeah. And that's just where I'll leave that. But RuPaul also had to come back and like walk back her statement because she knew she had gone too far. Well, I don't even think it's that. This is just tough love. This is just Ru being like drag mother. Well, I think Ru's just like, oh shit, I like she was just like, I probably shouldn't have said all Rue's that. Ru's like, oh god, now I'm the villain. <laughs> no, deep down I really don't think there is any of that. Believe me when I say that. I don't think there's any of that. Ru knows exactly what she's doing with their show. And this is what's going to bring yeah. the heat after COVID. It's like, y'all bitches had seven months off and this is what you delivered to me. Oh, no, sis. We can just go back into lockdown if this is what you're going to serve me. I don't know. I just think she was cranky, like, because she didn't have enough biscuits or something. That's what Jenny tweeted anyway. <laughs> we, yeah, I'm sure Jenny has all of the tweets right now, Jenny, while you're over there walking off of the main stage. I'm sure you have all the tweets right now. Yes, girl. So moving on. The winner of this challenge is Team <laughs> Lawrence. Congratulations, ladies. Well deserved. UK, huh? <laughs> then <laughs> the bottom two are Joe Black and Tia Coffee. They have a fabulous lip sync. I thought Joe did a pretty good job. I think, yeah, they both like held their own. I was definitely more into... Um, Tia because Joe annoyed me but um yeah they did what they had to do <laughs> yeah I thought they both um did fine I think honestly I think yeah T I mean Tia had a little more energy I think but I think uh Joe just got eliminated because of the H&M bullshit <laughs> yeah definitely I I mean it would have been sad to see to see Tia go home after Joe just came back and, and did that you know I think Joe I think Joe's out of his element in this competition i just don't yeah. I, joe's yeah. great at drag i just think that joe i, th I think sh she even said it like that she kind of does like is used to doing like her thing so i i think that maybe just drag race wasn't like the thing for joe but i'm happy to have gotten to know what we have gotten to see from joe so mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know it's sad to see joe go again but you know thanks for the points in my fantasy league <laughs> Hey, this is part of the journey. Like, not everyone's going to fit into the box, and Drag Race is not made for every queen. I am not a drag queen, but I see a lot of drag queens and know enough drag queens that say they would not join the show for stupid reasons, because sometimes I'm just like, oh, you're just afraid to push yourself. But, you know, that's just me saying that. But I can make a note like that knowing that I push myself in other ways in my life. And I'm also a performer. I'm not a drag performer, but I've spent plenty of decades on the stage. And OnlyFans. Not yet. Stoney would kill me. But Check Jamal's OnlyFans for his UK hun video. But, but no, in all seriousness, this stage is not meant for everybody, but everyone who gets on the stage, they serve what they have. And they did make a point to say, you know, you should know this. And that's the one thing I didn't disagree with with that note to Joe. It's like, because we're always growing as performers. I keep coming back to my queen, but fight me. Beyonce, look at her. Every project she puts out, she challenges herself, or let me say pushes herself to go beyond what she did last time. Beyonce would never just roll out in an Ivy Park sweatsuit and Ivy Park sneakers and just think that she was going to be okay on this drag race main stage. It's just not going to happen because what can I do to propel myself forward to the next opportunity? And not all these hoes are out here thinking like that. Not all of us are built that way. And that's what y'all need to sit with, I will say, toxic listeners. I will say, just real quick, remember that time Maya Miller bought that thing off Amazon? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to see no fucking Amazon on this runway. <laughs> she bedazzled that shit, though. Did she? Or did she just put it on? <laughs> she added things to it. I think she added things to it, but correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, listeners, because I definitely yeah. looked that up after the episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, oh my God, hon, let's get into our fantasy 
league. Let's see where the standings are. Stoney, take it away. Well, um, so I lost Veronica Green this week <laughs> due to COVID. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, so I'm in last place with 135 points. Ew. Jamal's in second place <gasps> with 160 points. <sighs> And Seth is now in the lead by 65 points yes. with 225 points. Damn. Yes, I am reclaiming my UK crown. <laughs> because Joe came back. You did it, Joe. We, we did, did it, Joe. Joe. We're going to win the you fantasy al- league. <laughs> you almost did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> facts are facts, America. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's very exciting. I'm happy to um, be in first. UK. <laughs> I'm happy to be in first place again somewhere. (laughs) Hey, your team's doing it, so good on you. Yes, girl. Well, thanks, everybody, for coming out for another rousing episode of Thanks for Coming the Most Fabulously Gay podcast. Next week is Snatch Game on the UK show, so get ready for some exciting Snatch Game reactions. Ooh, I have a fun engagement game. Listeners, if you're listening to the episode, if you've Mm. made it this far, tweet at TFC pod and let us know which UK or wherever you live, which person or entity or celebrity, whoever you would do in Snatch Game, tweet TFC pod so we can share and get the convo going. Yes, I would do Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I actually need to think about who I would do. Well, I have a couple of trash bags in the under the sink, so I feel like I'd be okay. <laughs> this seems like a good... Great start. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Make sure you subscribe, like. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, with season 13. But until then, bye. 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 UK on. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, bing, bong, ding, 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 dong. Don't do it. Don't wear that dress. <laughs> no fucking H&M. <laughs> UK, huh? No finger waves unless they're bedazzled, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>